Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Oh, nothing to talk about whatsoever. Mike Vrabel's on the podium right now trying to explain that, in his words, he had nothing to do with John Robinson's firing. We'll play that in a little bit. We have everything you need to know injury-wise about Week 14 as we get ready for a game in one day right here in the building right next to us, the Raiders and the Rams. From our studio in Los Angeles, I'm Andrew Siciliano, and this is Von Miller. He is done for the season. The breaking news 40 minutes ago, he has an ACL tear. Doctors went in yesterday, exploratory surgery to clean up the injury from Thanksgiving, and found an ACL tear. 33 years old, eight sacks, heart and soul of that defense, done for the year. Very unfortunate situation uh, for Vaughn, obviously, and our team. Care for him, obviously, like like we would any player. Uh, we know how much this means to him in terms of playing and, and being with the team. So we look forward to getting him back, obviously, off the field for the rest of the season and, and his leadership. And we're certainly thinking about him as he recovers. We'll miss him. Um, but as I said last week when he was out, it's a time, for, it's a time and an opportunity for other guys to, to, uh, to step up. And the reaction swift from all around the National Football League from Micah Parsons. We blurred out a colorful word that isn't fit for the TV screen, but he says praying for you, big bro. This one, uh, when you saw the injury, Ian, Mike, Bucky Brooks on Thanksgiving, you feared the worst. And then, Ian, there was some hope. Oh, it isn't that bad. Now we find out it is. Yeah, this has been an absolute roller coaster for not just Bills fans, but also the Bills themselves and for Von Miller. Immediately upon injury, it seemed that uh, Von Miller had dodged a bullet, escaped the worst. He went on the Voncast, his own podcast, and said he could actually be back after missing just one game. Then the Bills put him on IR. 
to let his lateral meniscus heal. Now, my understanding was it moved to a different part of the knee because there was so much damage because the force was so great. The original plan was no surgery. And just based on the range of motion and a couple other factors, they went in yesterday and did not really exploratory surgery, more surgery to take the lateral meniscus from the wrong channel where it was and move it into the right place. When they did that, when they went in, they found what MRIs and other scans did not show, which is that he did, in fact, have a tear in his ACL. They have repaired it, but, of course, he is now done for the season, should make a full recovery, and be back next year, Mike, but a crushing, crushing blow for Buffalo. Don't blink. That was Von Miller's mantra to this team. Don't blink, and this is going to be the ultimate. They're going to have to take his advice for losing him and for what he means, not just as a pass rusher, but because of that mentality, that don't blink mentality that he was trying to impart on this entire defense and this entire team. Signing him was so much more than just getting to the quarterback. It was establishing or helping to establish a culture that they had already built and maybe helping them get over the hump and get to the Super Bowl. So that's another big part of this. Don't just think about what he means on the field and think about what he means to these guys who are now going to have to step up. The A.J. Epineses of the world, the Gregory Rousseau's of the world, the Shaq Lawson's, Tim Settle. That's a guy on the inside that they signed from Washington who can get after the passer if given the opportunity. It's just going to have to be made up from all parts of this defense to compensate not only, again, for what he does on the field, but also what he does from a leadership standpoint. Von Miller leads the Bills in sacks. He has eight. Bucky Brooks, two of those eight, came in their win over the Chiefs earlier this year, which is why they have that tiebreaker, which is why the Bills are now in first. And, Bucky, we spent the entire offseason talking about the fact that when you get Von Miller, it's not so much for the regular season. It's to close in the postseason, to sack Mahomes in the playoffs without him. How much do their championship hopes take a hit? Oh, I mean, I still think this is a team that is one of the heavyweights in the AFC. So, yeah, it certainly takes a hit because you're losing a premier pass rusher. But make no mistake, the Buffalo Bills are going to be in the conversation as one of the teams that could be the last team standing. This is a team, offensively, they still have all the firepower. They can force opponents to play their game, meaning offense ticks up, they force you to chase points, so now you have to throw the ball to catch up. Mike mentioned a bunch of young players that they have in the in the stable that they can throw at it. The one thing that it changes, it may force Leslie Frazier to change his style. They've been a team that has been able to rush with four, play coverage in the back end, and because Von Miller and company have been so good and so effective, they've been able to do that. Well, now they may have to bring a little more pressure. They may have to blitz more, put their corners, and expose them to a little more man-to-man. The good thing is, Jadavius White is back in the mix. They have a good set of corners. They should be fine. It's not the same, but this team is still rated rock as a Super Bowl contender. And the Bills get the Jets this week without Von Miller. We knew that he was on IR, but we now find out today he is not coming back the rest of the year. Bucky's coming back a little bit later, though. Thank you, Bucky. Mike, Ian, we have other news, obviously, uh, including out of San Francisco yesterday with news that Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, has a broken foot. Yes, is not going to play in the regular season. But I'm telling you there's a chance he does not need foot surgery, which means maybe, just maybe, if Brock Purdy can get him deep into the postseason, Garofolo, could we see Garoppolo again? Uh, it's possible, but 
you just mentioned the scenario in which Brock Purdy takes him deep into the postseason, whether it's the conference championship game or the Super Bowl. If he gets him all the way there, are you going to then pull him out to bring Jimmy Garoppolo back when he might be rusty or not 100% recovered? The point I'm trying to make is uh, it's still a two-month or so recovery for Jimmy Garoppolo, so we're pushing right up against the Super Bowl for his potential return to the field. I spoke to some sources yet who say, yeah, it's still unlikely that he's going to be back on the football during the 2022 season, which encompasses the postseason, by the way. But the bigger news here for Garoppolo for the long haul, and even for the 49ers, is that there was no ligament damage. There's a break in his foot, yes, but there was no ligament damage, which is why the initial concern was this was going to be a upwards of six-month recovery. You get a Liz Frank ligament that requires surgery, it's half a year or so before you're fully back, and even then you might be affected as well. So that was really good news for Garoppolo for the long term because he's going to be a free agent. So by the time he gets to March, he is going to be fully healthy. That is huge for him. He expects to get some interest elsewhere. I'm sure the 49ers would love to have him in a backup scenario, but if he's fully healthy by March and there's teams that need quarterback help, including potentially the Rams, who knows? I mean, they're certainly looking for long-term solutions and had an interest in Garoppolo before the season. Who knows? It's good news for Jimmy long-term. I still think the chances are slim. We see him on the field in 2022, and that includes the 23 postseason. Now, there are a lot of ifs right there, but you are already writing topic bars do you bench Brock Purdy for Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs for late January? <laughs> Sign me up for that. A couple of weeks ago, Ian Rappaport, Lovey Smith uh, was kind of defiant on the podium. Wouldn't name his starting quarterback. He did today. He made another switch. It is Davis Mills. Remember him? He was the guy who started the first part of the yeah. season, showed a lot of promise, made a lot of plays, and kind of the wheels came off a little bit. And there's just he's just not a lot of help around him. Just. It's a young team. They're just not very good, and, and he ended up making some bad decisions, costing, and ended up getting benched. Well, he is back, so the Davis Mills sort of evaluation for the future, whatever he ends up being, a really good backup or maybe more, that continues now for the Texans. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a situation surrounding their starting quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. He has a toe sprain, a big toe sprain. From that, remember that scary hit on Sunday where we thought surely something was very, very badly wrong, then he came back, came back in the game? Well, it's not his knee. It's actually his big toe. Did not practice today. We'll see about his availability moving forward. Okay, so Tyler Huntley likely, um, and, uh, and I'm sorry, Brock Purdy, that would be 54 starting quarterbacks this year. If for some reason Trevor Lawrence and the toe can't go, C.J. Beathard would be 55 starting quarterbacks this year in 14 weeks. Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofalo. Is that where does that rank? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's two more than last year. 55, 53 last year through this point. So, good question, Mike, and we'll fill in more context a little bit later. The Eagles have started only one quarterback this year, Jalen Hurts. That guy has a playoff clinching scenario this week. The Eagles are in with a win. It's Nick Sirianni and the Eagles against the Giants. Every game's a big game, and, and to have guys that are sitting in this in these seats out here that are you know have played in big games, that's huge, right? So this this is a division, right? We know how awesome the division rivalries are here in uh, with with New York and Dallas and and Washington, and just happy to be part of that. And so I'm I'm glad we got guys in this, this building that have, that know what it's like to be in big division, you know, rivalry games because that's the next one. And so you know, I know we got a really good team that we're about to play this week, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to be on it to to go out there and get a victory really tough schedule for the other team for the Giants you go commanders Eagles 
Commanders. But right now the Giants are holding on to that sixth spot in the NFC at 7-4 and 1. The other half of that tie with the Commanders and they are in the eighth position to the NFC right now out of it at 7-5 and 1. I told you Bucky would be back. Here he is and Judy Batista with us as well who's going to be covering this game this coming Sunday as the Giants Judy try to get that running game that carried them the first half of the year back into form. Yeah, they are in a real rut with the running game. In the first seven games of the season, when everything was rosy for the New York Giants, they were averaging 173 rushing yards per game. The last five games, and we know what's happened in the last five games, they don't have a victory in any of them. One tie, four losses. They're down to 116 rushing yards per game, and they are under four yards per carry. So they are in a real rut. Saquon Barkley is in a rut. He is under 70 yards in each of the last three games. He's also not really making any big plays in uh, in the passing game. Why do they need to get out of this rut? Well, a few things. First of all, the running game is the best way to keep Jalen Hurts on the bench, which is certainly where they want him. And also because they got to keep that pass rush off Daniel Jones. We know this is the formula for opponents of the New York Giants. Now they want to take away the run and put the game onto the passing game so that they can tee off on Daniel Jones. The Eagles pass rush has 13 sacks in the last three weeks. They have to stop that. They've got to get the running game going if the Giants are going to hold on to that playoff spot. Eagles have lost the last two years to the Giants at MetLife Stadium. Buck, you thought it was interesting. Nick Sirianni on the podium about 20 minutes ago said, hey, the Titans played us defensively last week specifically to stop the run, which the previous week we ran for 363. It's like that look we got was to stop the run. And so, you know, they threw the ball over the top of their head. What's the best way to defend them? You know, it's tough because I think the best way to defend them is you have to stop the run. Because if you allow the Philadelphia Eagles to run the ball, they'll run it down your throat. And they like playing that style because it allows them to control the game. For all the improvement that Jalen Hurts has made, even being an MVP candidate, when you think about the best way to make the Eagles play, you have to put it on his shoulders. This year, time and time again, he's checked off all the boxes when it comes to being tested as a passer. But the best way to knock this team off is you have to make him throw it. You have to make him make enough plays in the passing game to do it. And you run the risk of being blown out like the Tennessee Titans were because A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, those guys can win. Dallas got it, controls the middle of the field. And when Jalen Hurts is on his game, look, man, he is looking like an MVP candidate. This offense has been unstoppable to date, but you have to continue to test the quarterback to see if he can live up to the expectation each and every week. As a kid who grew up back there in NFC East territory, it's great to have the NFC East playing meaningful games like this in December here. This is the first time in 12 years these two teams meet where they are both two games over 500 when they kick off. Looking forward to this one coming up on Sunday. Thank you, Bucky. Thank you, Judy. By the way, Nick Sirianni was asked today about his interest, the Eagles' interest in Odell Beckham Jr. He says, we are thrilled with the wide receiver room that we have. So I guess take the Eagles out of it. But Beckham has met with the Giants. He's met with the Bills. And earlier this week, he met with the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy had a go. I thought the business went very well. Uh, I know personally, extremely impressed uh, with Odell. Enjoyed our, our time together. Liked his vibe, you know, and, and just um, just enjoyed everything about our talk. You know, we didn't talk a whole lot about football. I talked more about life and family. So I think for the most part, I thought it was a very, very positive, productive 
visit. Very positive, Jane Slater, as the Cowboys get ready for the Texans. Positive, yet no signing, as Odell Beckham Jr. tweets a, a chess piece moments ago. Don't know if he's watching Queen's Gambit or he's suggesting that he's playing chess. I don't know. Is he going to sign? What do we know? Great movie, by the way, if you haven't watched Fantastic. it. Uh, here's what I know about the OBJ situation. It's no secret Jerry Jones was enamored with this player ahead of his visit to Dallas. Now, the problem was that they weren't able to see him conduct a workout. Now, not dissimilar from teams like the Bills and Giants. But the issue that I'm hearing internally is the fact when you can't see him run routes, you can't see him cutting, is he going to be available to play this season? That is why they wanted to make the move. They wanted to have him available this year. I'm hearing they felt like it would be a push to even have him available if, let's say, the Cowboys got all the way to the Super Bowl. So in the absence of feeling confident about that, no offer was made. Now, they have rolled the dice on players with injury concerns in the past. Jalen Smith comes to mind, but I would remind viewers that in that situation, Jalen Smith's surgery was done by Dr. Dan Cooper, the Cowboys team doctor. So they felt like they had plenty of information there. Still, just the mention of OBJ, you could say, helped motivate this wide receivers room. I mean, I look at the last four games for CeeDee Lamb. He's had three touchdowns. You had two scores from Michael Gallup. And it seems like this offense is clicking. As one player told me, they'd love to have OBJ, but they're not relying on him. Not relying on him as they get ready for the Houston Texans here, a one-win team. James Washington is on the mend as well. Thank you, James Slater. Here's where the Eagles and the Cowboys have remaining as Dallas sits two games behind Philadelphia. The Texans and the Jaguars the next two weeks for the Cowboys. The Giants and the Bears. And then that meeting week 16 with Philadelphia winning the first in the NFC East when they met a couple of months ago. Bucky Brooks back with me. Bucky, Jeff Chidea writing in his first read on NFL.com that after watching last week, and I know it was only the Colts, but I guess he liked the fourth quarter, he has the Cowboys as the best team in the NFC. Do you buy that better than the Eagles? I can't buy that. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles have been too good. They've shown the, their sales to be the number one seed in the league. Look, this is a team in Philadelphia that has everything that you could want in building a championship contender. They have a dominant offensive line. They can run the ball at will. They have playmakers on the outside, and they have a quarterback playing at MVP level. When you go on the defense side of the ball, they can rush the passer, and they can cover. So when I look at the recipe for being a championship team, Check, 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 check. The Eagles check all the boxes. So before I can anoint the Cowboys, and it's always great when the Cowboys end the conversation, not quite yet. The Philadelphia Eagles remain at the top of the list, but the Cowboys are coming. Check, 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 check. Eagles do, yes, have the best record in football. And the number one seed right now in the NFC. Funny thing happened in the final three minutes Monday night in Tampa. Did you notice it? The Bucks offense worked. Do they go hurry up all the time now? Hurry up and come back. We'll tell you. Nothing can stop me. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther 
than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Play action fake. Brady rolling, throwing toward the end. Oh, ball! Touchdown, K-Doc! Fire the cannons! Bucks make it 16 to 9. Here's the snap, Brady dropping, looking, Brady throws, caught ball, it's caught, touchdown Tampa Bay, Rashad White, Rashad White, touchdown Buccaneers, fire the cannon, Brady with a dart, and Rashad White finishes. Fire the cannons, Buccaneers rallied, Buccaneers won on Monday night football, a huge comeback there for Tom Brady. Mike Render joins us now from PFF, and Mike, sitting there on the couch Monday night, I thought that this segment might be about Todd Bowles' decision to punt on the plus 40, but we'll save that for another time. Let's talk Tom Brady because in the final three minutes, they went hurry up. We've seen this before. Everything clicked. It's like, I'm on autopilot. Let me handle this. And they marched up and down the field. Why don't they do that more often? What do the numbers say? That's a very good question. And there really is no more damning statistic of this coaching staff than the fact that they are second in EPA per play in the two minute drill this season, ran more snaps in two minute drill than anyone else in the NFL this season and 26th an EPA per play the rest of the game compared to the rest of the NFL. So when it's schemed up, when it's you know, basically Byron Leftwich's plays called, the offense has been stagnant. When it's Tom Brady leading the show, well, it's been one of the best offenses in the NFL. At some point, they just have to turn the keys over to Tom, say this running game's doing nothing for us. They're not getting any play action off of it either to say, hey, just let him go quick pass the game. There's really been no better quarterback in NFL history that when it's just him, when it's just the pass game, when there's no threat of the run, has been as effective as Tom Brady. So at some point, come playoff time, they're going to have to just let Tom Brady run this thing. Yeah, is it sustainable for four quarters? I don't know, but it worked when they needed it most. 
and they pulled out a victory there to hold on to first in the NFC South. You tweeted Sunday when Joe Burrow was putting together another masterpiece against the Chiefs that Burrow has entered the MVP chat. Would you vote for him right now? I don't know if I'd vote for him right now, but I think the guy on the other side of the ball that game was your front runner, is your front runner, Patrick Mahomes. And he took him down, went head to head and outplayed him resoundly in that game. Top five graded quarterback right now, top five in touchdown passes, top five in yards. But to me, the stat that really hits home how good Joe Burrow has been is that he is, when not using play action, because play action can oftentimes be schemed up, give you open guys. When not using play action, he's first in completion percentage, first in yards, first in touchdowns. Basically, as a drop back passer, there was no one that can touch Joe Burrow in the NFL right now. And all he needed was a little semblance of the running game. Running game at the beginning of the season was a complete mess. They changed from an outside zone heavy team to a more gap scheme heavy team. Just getting that run game going a little bit has kicked started this offense to one of the best in the NFL. At the very moment Joe Burrow was doing that to the Kansas City defense, Devontae Adams was having fun with the Chargers defense. Since week nine, the traditional stats here. Devontae Adams, Mike, averaging 132.8 receiving yards a game. What do the advanced metrics tell us? That he's pretty darn good. You know, <laughs> that the guy that we saw in Green Bay was not a product of Aaron Rodgers, that he himself may have been helping out and pumping up Aaron Rodgers the last two years for those MVP campaigns more than he was getting a little credit for. So Devontae Adams, the advanced numbers are off the charts. Top 10 in broken tackles, top 10 in contested catches, and leads the NFL around in touchdown catches and deep touchdown catches at that point. Devontae Adams, is he the best shooter in the NFL? I'm not sure, but he's probably the most complete receiver in the NFL. Yeah, and um, he makes guys who are paid large salaries look silly almost every Sunday. Uh, he is dominant, and we saw that in their win over the Chargers. Mike Renner, PFF, always great to have you on. Thank you, sir. Catch you next week. One of my favorite parts of the week every Wednesday, our Hall of Fame quarterback is with us. Kurt Warner live from the QB room. Kurt, thanks for being here. Let's talk 49ers. The news last night. There's a chance. It's not a great chance, but there is a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo could be back if the Niners make a late run. But they would have to make that late run into the postseason with Brock Purdy. I know it's a very small sample size, very small. Did you see anything last week that tells you that this kid has it in him to make a run? Well, I mean, I think a run, when we're looking just at the quarterback position, you know, may be a bit of a stretch. I don't think he's going to go in there and, you know, just take over games. And he's not going to be a guy that you're going to ask to throw 35 times. But make a run when you're talking about a really good football team with the best defense in the league and all kinds of playmakers around you and the ability to run the football. Yeah, I think they could make a run. And here's what I see. Jimmy Garoppolo, we've, you know, a lot of people up and down on who he is as a quarterback. I've always liked Jimmy because, A, he wins, and, B, he makes big plays in, in, in big moments uh, for this team to win. When I look at Brock Purdy, I'm not sure he's going to be a guy that's going to continually make a bunch of big plays for you, but I do believe Brock Purdy can make more layups than a Jimmy Garoppolo. He can see the field, get the ball out to the right guys, and allow them to do the work for them. And so that, to me, is going to be key, is what does Brock Purdy give us? What is that, uh, that extra that he can give us at the quarterback spot? And having watched play, him play a lot in college uh, and a little bit last week, obviously, uh, he did some of that. And so I think the team is good enough if he can give them something, give them the layups for them to move on and, and make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, interesting. This week, far from a layup, you're facing Todd Bowles and you're facing Tom Brady as the other quarterback. Kurt, I was in Vegas last night for the uh, 
for the College Football Hall of Fame 75th anniversary dinner. Great event. And, and a bunch of us are talking about OBJ and, and Dak Prescott, and it just kind of hit me. Like, if you're Dak, if you're a quarterback, and, and let's say Odell signs but, like, can't play until mid-January, would you want that in the middle of the playoffs? Like, hey, Dak, are you throwing at that guy? Why aren't you throwing at him more? Like, would you want to try to work someone new in during the postseason? I would not mind it at all if you're talking about the OBJ that we've all seen. And here's the thing, Andrew. You can, uh, you know, when, when we talk about chemistry between a quarterback and a receiver, you know, it's one thing if you're going to ask that receiver to run, you know, a whole bunch of different routes in your playbook. If I was going to get OBJ back later in this deal and, and when we need to kind of plug him and play him, I would use him for things that are a little bit more straight line. Like I'm going to run him on go routes. I'm going to run him on post routes. I'll run him on shallow routes, which are things that aren't so much. When's he going to break down? When's he going to come out of this? How's he going to come out of this route? Because I haven't seen much of that. So yes, I believe if he's the talent that we've all seen OBJ to be, you can plug him in in certain situations and you can use him in certain fashions to make your team better and to allow him to be a big playmaker for your football team. So, yes, healthy, the OBJ that we saw last year with the Rams, I will take him. Okay, Jane Slater uh, in Dallas reporting that as of yet, the Cowboys have not offered Beckham a contract. Baker Mayfield's contract went over to the Rams yesterday. Kurt, they were the only team that put in a waiver claim and there is at least a rumbling, rumbling, that maybe he sees the field tomorrow night. Kurt, he didn't get there until last night. I mean, how bonkers is that? I know the systems are a little similar here, Stefanski and McVeigh, but could you ever imagine showing up and playing 48 hours later? I mean, the only way you could imagine it is if it is similar enough that I can call the plays and actually know what the plays mean. I mean, if the, the system is the same and you're calling the exact same plays, then yeah, I, I can envision it. I mean, he's been playing uh, at times throughout this season. He's in shape. And so it's not too far-fetched as long as you can understand that part of it. If, if there's any doubt whatsoever and he's calling a play and he's not sure what he's supposed to be doing or what everybody around him is going to be doing, then you just can't put him out there. So I understand this is, this is a, a, a bit of a stretch. But I do believe that there's a lot of similarities within systems if that terminology is similar enough that he can, he can really decipher in that from coach to headset and headset to, to snap, he can decipher what he's supposed to be doing. That would be wild. Also wild, also pretty cool, by the way. I know we played this on Sunday, but let's play it again. Let's, let's uh, give a round of applause for your son, Cade, and the Kansas State team, the Wildcats, that won the Big 12 championship game this past Saturday. And this is live from your wife Brenda's phone and her Twitter. You guys celebrating their big win. Cade had five receptions. Honestly, I thought he caught that deep ball, that 50-yarder. Great you know, adjustment of the air regardless, <laughs> even though they didn't give it to him. Um, how cool was that for you guys, Kurt? <laughs> It's so cool. I mean, it's so cool to watch your kids succeed in anything. And this has been a bit of, bit of a journey for, for Cade as, uh, you know, I went through my own journey. He's gone through his own journey, starting at Nebraska and then transferring over to K-State. But just a, just a really cool moment for him, a guy that loves football. Uh, when he's gotten his opportunities this year, has really shined and now has a chance
chance to uh, to say that he's a champion, a Big 12 champion. And for that, they get a chance to go to the Sugar Bowl and play against Alabama, one of the best teams in the country. So it's uh, going to be a great challenge for them. But I'm just so excited that in his last year, he gets to finish up this way with success on the football field and tremendous team success. Congratulations to K-State. Huge win there and good luck in the Sugar Bowl against <laughs> Alabama. Thank you as always, sir. Kurt Warner, our Hall of Fame quarterback with us every Wednesday. Former Steeler Ryan Shazier walking out of the set. You're watching NFL Now on a Wednesday. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit BioToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. How cool is this to have your podcast? promo in Times Square. This is pretty cool. From Ryan Shazier's Twitter. Ryan Shazier, the former Steelers linebacker. Don't call it a comeback. This man here is literally a walking miracle. What a comeback for Ryan Shazier. And now it's the name of your podcast with our old pal Dave Damashek. Yeah. Good to see you, Ryan Shazier. Good to see you as well. How's the podcast business for it, you? It's going well. It's going well. I'm really in, uh, enjoying it. Uh, we, we talk about amazing comeback stories and with me, you know, having a comeback story of my own just to be able to talk about inspiring stories and just 
just different stories throughout all of the dynamic of sports is, is really fun. How important for you is it to tell those stories? And not everyone's going to have a comeback like you, obviously. Yeah. Here you had Taylor Lewan on, mm -hmm. who's coming back from a knee injury. But how important is it to add your perspective as others try to make their comebacks? One thing I think that's really different from my perspective than a lot of other people's is I actually had a comeback. And the comeback I've, I've had is something that a lot of people never expected to happen. Uh, so I think that, that really uh, adds a different perspective. So when we talk about football, I can talk on that perspective. But we talked about um, uh, a lot of different stories with one of the stories with one of the kids in the Little League World Series when he got injured. Uh, we talked about that comeback and just what, it, what the families are thinking about, what the person is going through in that moment, uh, what you have to go through. So I think I have two different dynamics of the story that I can tell. How often do people walk up to you and say, you're my inspiration? Uh, yeah, I probably hear that a little bit more than I want to, but I, I, to me, that's a good thing, you know, uh, but I, I probably hear that. Uh, I, I hear it more than once a week, but sometimes it's, uh, if I go outside of my house, I, I hear it almost every day. You say more than you want to. Why? No, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, everybody's known for something. And to me, I, I wanted to be known for just being a great person, a good person, and a great football player. And just, you know, for somebody, it's like, hey, you overcame a lot. And I just like what you've overcome. It, it inspires me. And I'm not saying it as a bad thing. It just, that's a lot of times when somebody doesn't know me, that's one of the first things they say. Podcast drops every Thursday with, as we said, our old pal Dave Damashek. It's called Don't Call It a Comeback. Are you going to have LL on, by the way, just for the Don't Call It a Comeback thing? Hey, if, if we could possibly get him on there, we'd definitely love to have him on there. You know, uh, he's definitely had some few comeback stories himself. So, hey. I, I'd, listen, I'd listen either way, but with LL, definitely listen. <laughs> I, I want to talk about your Steelers in a comeback now. Yeah. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. They are 5-7, and seven, but they have won now 3 out of 4. Can they make a second half of the season comeback and have Tomlin avoid for that first time having a losing season? So I, I, I actually just had a conversation with a good friend of mine and we, we made a small bet, and I was like, hey, I think that the Steelers are going to go, to, going to go nine, I mean, seven and nine to finish off their last nine games. And right now, they, they won two of them. They lost one. So uh, I think that they can make a comeback. Coach Tomlin before has started the season off, you know, 0-4 before the start of season and 1-4 before the start of season before. So just to understand how he's been able to overcome those, you know, deep uh, depths of being down and just, you know, causing his team to be able to win. I think he's he's somebody that can turn this around. What do you uh, think of Kenny Pickett so far? So I'm, I'm really excited what, what I'm seeing from Kenny Pickett right now. After this bye week, he's been playing really well. At the beginning of the season, obviously, he had a few turnovers. But that's what happens when you get thrown in in the middle of the season. You don't have a lot of chemistry with your guys. In, in camp, he didn't play with them. At the beginning of the season, he wasn't really practicing with them as much. And the only guy he kind of had chemistry with was George Pickens. And now he's starting to get more chemistry with the O-line, with the running backs, with the with the receivers. And you can see in the last two or three games, he hasn't really turned the ball over, and that's allowing us to be in position to win. All right, also a comeback for your Buckeyes, because we found out on Sunday after the Michigan loss, they have new life as well, and they are in the playoff. What would it take for the Buckeyes to complete that comeback and win this thing after we saw, after what we saw uh, Thanksgiving weekend? I, I think the biggest thing for the, for the Buckeyes to win this game is to just be effective on defense. One of the biggest things that we had a problem with the last few years is our defense hasn't been where it needs to be. And 
Going into the Michigan game, our defense has been very consistent, and they had a, a bad game that game, and that's why we ended up unfortunately losing. But if we are solid on defense, I think we have a solid chance because our offense is dynamic. Even with Jackson Smith and Jigua declaring to the NFL mm -hmm. this whole season, we've still been a top five offense the whole year. So if our defense can play like they've been playing all year, we have the offense to beat every team in the college playoffs. And uh, they get that second chance here when they made the playoff and they were uh, one of the final four on Sunday. Before we let you go, Ryan Shazier, uh, our director, Fred Johnson, uh, is a huge Steelers fan. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to put this picture on the screen. That is you with his son, also okay. a big Steelers fan. Freddie, this is at a game a couple of years ago. You got to meet Freddie. So he, he, we wanted to put this on the screen and uh, say how much that meant to Freddie that he got to meet you that day. Oh, thank you so much. It was, uh, it was a great time. And looking at that stadium, that little that was at San Fran. And uh, I, de I definitely remember that moment. So I uh, thank you guys for being Steelers fans and just, uh, just being supporters of me. Ryan Shazier, it's great to see you. Don't call it a comeback with Dave Damashek, the new podcast. New episode drops every Thursday. Good luck to your Buckeyes. Good luck to you, sir. Yeah, thank you so much. Ryan Shazier, everybody. All right, time for one more thing before we go with Judy Batista going first. Well, obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about Brock Purdy probably this week and many, many weeks if Kyle Shanahan is accurate with the injury report, which is good because I want more tweets from Carrie Purdy. Big Bird Purdy. That's Brock's mom. <laughs> this was adorable. Proud of you. See you next week. Love mom and dad. I love that she signs the tweets. I want more of Carrie Purdy. Yeah, I, I, we want more as well. And more is going to be Tom Brady this week. James Palmer, one more thing. Well, thank you, Andrew. Congratulations to Christian Kirksey of the Houston Texans being their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. My man Drew Doherty threw this out when Kirksey was recognizing and thanking everybody. Gave a shout out to her own Rhett Lewis's sister, yes. Morgan Kleinschmidt, who does unbelievable work with the Houston Texans players off the field. Saw her last Sunday. She is a great person and amazing at what she does, helping all those Houston Texans players be active in the community. Congratulations Rhett to Lewis's her and everybody who was nominated. Morgan, absolutely getting some love there. Love meet some Christian Kirksey as well. Great stuff in the community in Cleveland and in Houston. Bucky Brooks, one more thing. When you look at the Vegas Raiders on Thursday night, I want you to think about Josh McDaniels using a simple adage. It's about players, not plays. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams account for 61% of the Raiders scrimmage yards. Josh Jacobs is the leading rusher. Devontae Adams is the top five. So rather than worry about all these plays and get everyone involved, no, the ball goes to the best players and you win games. Josh McDaniels kind of figured it out in Vegas. It's about players and coaches as well. Congratulations, Bucky Brooks, to your Granada Hills Charter football team, which won the city title. Now moving on to get the uh, the semis this Let's week go. against Laguna Beach, going for a state title. Go Highlanders and Coach Bucky Brooks. Let's go, Buck. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.